Hey everyone, this is Phil and Lola of the Capes and Lunatics podcast. You're listening to Into the Night, the the Moon Knight podcast. Yes, welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 230, and you are with your high priest of Conchu, Ray. Hello, and joining me in the hot seat for this episode is a very familiar voice, uh, one of the Valley Petrunis. Uh, you've probably heard him in the serials, um, co-hosting, uh, and, and such. It is Noel Looney Tunes. Tate. Noel, welcome back. Bigger, bigger. Hey, buddy. <laughs> uh, Noel, How are you doing? Yeah, good, good. Uh, you know, as well as can be. Um, mm-hmm. Still shaking off a bit of a bit of a cold, a bit of a virus. Mm-hmm. Not that virus, uh, but you know, um, <laughs> the other one. <laughs> the, the other one. Uh, but that's okay. Um, it's always fun to have you on, anyway. So, um, and anyway, listeners. This is an idle chat, and what Noel and I will be doing, just steering myself back on course, is look, Noel and I just, we're just going to go through um, some of the white noise, the news, just have a chat, just a, a, an informal chat about what's been going on with potential news from the Moon Knight TV and comic book fronts and, or some other, other stuff. Um, I know, Noel, we're talking about Spider Man. No way. People keep Spider Man. Spider, yes, Spider Man. People keep on saying, "Oh, far from uh, far from home." I'm going, no, no, that was that was the second one. It's not mm-hmm. the far from home. It's not the far from home trailer. It's the the no way home. Is that that's right? Isn't it? I hope I got that right. Isn't it? Yes, it's got to be. Yeah, no, no way home. Yeah, far from home. He was in Europe. No yeah. way home. He's traveling the multiverse. That's yes. how you remember. And actually, someone was telling me as well. I mean, and it's it's pretty much like Captain Obvious, um, but those little subtitles, uh, they actually do occur in the movie, right? So, Far From Home, as you say, he was in Europe, he was Far From Home. Homecoming, what was that? Did he? Did he? Oh, no, it was high school, right? He was still in high school. He literally went to his homecoming dance yes. for a second and then That's left, cool. yeah. It's a homecoming. Yep. So one of my favorite scenes in that movie is the montage of him and Aunt May getting ready to go to homecoming, and it's set to that great English beat song, "Save It for Later." And oh. We're doing a little montage, getting ready, and then he and the needle picks up off it when the vulture answers the door. Remember? Look, I literally look. I love the movie. Uh, I think I've literally mm-hmm. only seen that once. I've got the Blu-ray and everything. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And I even I'm, I even want to watch Far From Home again because I enjoyed that as well. But it's just I guess yeah. finding the time. But that's why I've like, I've totally forgotten. Um, I just remember it's now coming back to me. I love that scene with Michael Keaton in the car, mm-hmm. like just mm-hmm. full on. What a great like threat that he gives Peter. And uh, I was li- I I rarely actually get like nervous watching a movie, and I was in the theater kind of like. Yeah, I'm kind of terrified. This is amazing. Yeah, yeah, he does so. it so well. Um, but also that big reveal of when um, who was his date? I can't remember. She turns out to be the the daughter of him. 
Uh, yeah, that review the, was great. So whoa. Uh, so yeah, Liz they, Allen. Yep, Liz Allen. Right. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, what where I'm getting at this, getting at with this Noel is uh, no way home. I guess they're speculating. Um, then that will mean the Peter Parker as we know him, i.e. Tom Holland, will get mm-hmm. lost somewhere in the multiverse. Do you reckon? Do you reckon he'll be, repl- be? Do you reckon he'll be replaced by someone? Or is this a chance actually for Tom Holland to now dance and prance around in the Sony movies with Venom and and Morbius and stuff? Is he going to yeah, be? That's been a lot of the yeah. speculation has been like, yeah. maybe he'll, maybe it could even be the last like mm. MCU film. Even though I think he's actually scheduled to do one more sort of crossover one or by in contract he has to do one more like avengers oh. film or at least with somebody else um okay. but yeah people like that's a way to get the sony either into the mcu or get spider-man out of the mcu yeah oh that makes sense but i don't i don't think so i think they could do they know i mean he's still i don't even think he's 25 yet wow and he still looks in you know at least it is late teens maybe starting yeah. to look a little older than that yeah. but they could easily get a whole nother trilogy out of that kid and there's oh yeah even even more if they wanted to there's so much great spider-man stuff before sort of the one more day retcon yeah, yeah. Um, of him being like a young adult and being married and all those were some of the comics i grew up with and i would mm. love to see some of those kind of stories like you don't have to it was great that they started him as a um a teenager and yeah. kept him in high school through all three films opposed to getting him out like 10 minutes into the first one or whatever. Um, but it'd be, that's what's great. You mature with the character with yeah. the movies. If, if, if he's keen to do several more films, which it seems like he is so far, he's having a pretty good time. I think so. You throw enough money at it. I'm, I'm sure you'd love to. <laughs> I mean, that's the number Spider-Man is like the, I just heard some numbers the other day. He's now the, if he hasn't been for a while, but currently the most bankable oh. superhero. Nice. As far as merchandising, all the, it, bigger than Batman, which wow. was for a while, but Spider-Man is now the number one. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I, I was, Money maker. I, I always thought it was uh, like a two-horse race between... Well, well, to be fair, three-horse. I mean, let's include Moon Knight in there, of course. He's, he's got to be... Of course. <laughs> The most bankable for with all your background, you can see at least the, I can see at least eighty dollars spent back on, on some figures. But other than that, yeah. Uh, yeah, so let's let's not beat around the bush. Mooney's up there, but uh, yeah, I always thought mm-hmm. yeah between those two. Um, but yeah, interesting. Uh, uh, and look, let's just I mean, Looney's. I was going to go into well, actually, I should. Sorry, Noel, I should do this thing about the sponsors first uh, before... I want to actually Mm. hold that thought, Noel, because I want to talk about, before we get into some other Moon Knight-related-ish news in our idle chat, Mm -hmm. um, I want to to talk about the No Way Home trailer and what your thoughts are. Or as some people say, Far From Home trailer. Um, So anyway, Mm -hmm. sponsors, a big thank you to our Patronis, of course. Uh, These uh, uh, are all the loonies that are listed as co-producers and executive producers on each of the episodes. So a huge thank you to the likes of Daniel, Drew, Justin, Derek, Kyle, Wayne, Jordan, Josh, James, Anthony, and Michael. Thank you so much, everyone. Uh, you really do help out the show. Uh, and we do have a Titan Titanic uh, sponsors in Tombs, T-O-M-B-S. Sorry, sorry. Let me just take that back. 
T-O-M-B-Z, or Z, depending where you come from, on SoundCloud mm-hmm. and Lurk Music on Bandcamp. So this is Drew Toombs, one of, of our gracious Petrunis, uh, but he uh, produces some dance music and uh, creates some horror and sci-fi inspired soundscapes. So go check out his music on Toombs on SoundCloud or Lurk Music on Bandcamp. Uh, Fringe Tonight by Daniel Doing, an original indie comic based on Erie, Pennsylvania's very own mysterious superhero. Uh, really good. And, and Daniel, such a, a great creator uh, and a great cosplayer as well. He, he keeps on keeps me up to date with his um, uh, cosplay costumes. And he's a good dude. He's a, yeah, he's a good dude. He knows his Moon Knights. I mean, I'm, I'm going sure back does. to... Episode two hundred, there, Noel. He uh, he really made mm-hmm. a ran, run for it, didn't he? With the whooped my ass, that's for sure. <laughs> and uh, and Dreamland Comics from Illinois, the superhero superstore. Go get all your back issues from there. So anyway, Looney, as we were saying before, um, Noel and I already started launching into just a a chat. Uh, this this episode will just be on some news that we've discovered. Uh, but yeah, Noel, I wanted to get back into the the No Way Home uh, trailer. What were your what were your thoughts initially? Um, it actually the it was other than the what was it the second Captain America Civil War trailer that, that introduced Spidey was the trailer that actually got me most excited even more than the two other films. There was something about it. I just I was yeah. it popped up. I was laying in bed next to Laura, and she's like. I had my headphones in and I started apparently grinning like an idiot. And I was like, I got goosebumps. I got goosebumps. And she just shook her head. Me, Fuck, fucking nerd. I was like, this is, this looks really amazing. Especially when it got to the part, um, you know, I can't spoil a trailer, but when they showed Doc Doc's arms coming in, you know, the pumpkin bomb and then Doc Doc's arms. I was like, oh, cool. We're getting teasers for all this. And I kind of was like, I got weird. My voice got all high. And then when they had that de-aged Alfred Molina sort of. Yeah say you know hello peter or whatever he says yeah i was just like you know lost it i was like this is so fucking cool or whatever and laura was still not impressed she's like you're such a nerd (laughs) but um yeah it's been the most for me most exciting trailer of all the spider-man related ones so far i don't know something about it was just uh i feel like the first 20 seconds or so when they were just like yep this is where he's at people know who spider-man is and they were showing what looked like alternate footage from the end of the last movie mm-hmm. of him and zendaya swinging through the uh, city yep. Yep. but then they do that great shot where it's half parker's face half spider-man's mask yep. like they would do in the comics all the time but you know like spider-man number you know public enemy number one or whatever yeah i was like yeah this is cool it's like a way of doing something new with that kind of stuff um, but with a story that they've sort of told before, and it's just cool. It is really kind of taking from comic book stories, but doing what what MCU does best with that kind of stuff and mixing it up, yeah, and oh. making it sort of new for you know, like they've done. Everyone's pointed out. It seems like with the Doctor Strange being in it, it's very much kind of a one more day thing. But it's like, what if one more day was done correctly? Mm. Yeah. Not for stupid reasons. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think so as well. I mean, there are these like I mean, I've had this conversation with other people about about these themes recurring for characters, and not only Spider Man, but for a lot of you know, where they kind of redo the same old thing, but they're doing it in a different way. And and I think this is I mean, a lot of the thing for Spider Man has been this thing with his secret identity, 
out of all the superheroes, I think now in Marvel, definitely in the MCU, his secret identity is, is like the he's got the most to like lose for, right? In his, uh, he's, he's got. I think he's like the only one. The with only one. one. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I'm, I was just trying to think in my head. I think yeah, you're right. He's the only one there. Um, well, if you count Daredevil as well, he's that's very much. Um, but he he already showed himself in season one to uh, to Claire Temple, mm-hmm. so <laughs> so mm-hmm. that didn't last long. Uh, but yeah, uh, it looked. I I thought it looked really good as well. And exactly as you said, um, the big money shots for me were the pumpkin bomb and Melina. And I was fooled as well. I, I think, oh, geez, he's looking good. Jeez, it's been a while, but he's looking good. And then uh, <laughs> Dave from Dave from Signal of Doom, he said, "Oh, Ray, you know, it's uh, it's probably just uh, special effects." Well, I was pretty impressed with what they did because he, you know, it didn't look like he had a plastic face. You know what I mean? Uh, no. it, it looked pretty. They good. did a whole movie with Sam Jackson, like yeah, thirty years ago or whatever. So, and like you know, there was. Most of the time looked pretty good. Yeah, yeah, most. Hit and mitts, but yeah, exactly. for a few moments to have Alfred Melita there looking, like it was like, yeah, you know, I saw some blow ups. People took some screenshots and blew it up. And you're like, okay, oh. you can tell, but oh, in a live action setting, you're not going to be able to. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be, be cool. He's going to be that little, that little, you know, with all these arms kind of just stomping mm-hmm. around. So, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, and there's so much to pack. Uh, there's so much packed into that trailer as well. I mean, so. The idea, the big kind of shout out moments of, of the pumpkin bomb of Green Goblin, hearing uh, Willem Dafoe's cackle and Doc mm-hmm. Ock, I mean, they kind of, for me, were front and centre. But you have all these other speculations now, as um, it seemed like there was Sandman in there as well, uh, and Electro. Yeah, there was like a big puff of sand and, yeah, yeah, green electricity opposed to the blue, which is good if it is. Well, we know Jamie Foxx is in it, but mm. he's said it. He has said it. Yeah. So. Yeah, hopefully they do something with that character because I don't hate the Amazing Spider-Man franchise as much as some people do. I don't yeah. love it, but there's good moments, I think. Yeah. Um, but Jamie Foxx, I think they really they did him dirty with that portrayal of Electro. <laughs> oh, I think I think it was a I think it was a waste waste of um, his talents. You know what? You just give him kind of that. Yeah that role to play you could i mean and i know we're talking about electro one of the the more i guess corny uh spider-man villains but you can really dig into like and you can really flesh out electro's uh character i think to make him no the character it's just it's yeah. the outfit that is goofy that's all. yeah yeah and yeah. i wouldn't mind they should just do it fuck it <laughs> like, uh-huh. at this point just do a crazy goofy like you know lightning bolt mask <laughs> thing and just like yeah. it's fun to draw so why not? i can imagine them having a fun trying to bring that to life yeah i mean they did the loki outfit in the loki tv show yeah. for, uh, uh what's his name just do just do electro It'd be hilarious. yeah richard a grant whenever my voice whenever my voice gets lower i, f- I feel like i'm doing a just in the owl oh that's good oh yeah love that <laughs> love that it's great <laughs> A shout out to Justin there. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Tombs of Evil with the two of them now together. So it's ah, yes, yes. And funnily enough, Noel will be uh, capping off later in the week the the finale of that arc, which you and Justin have been uh, chatting about, uh, issue seventeen. Yes, to yes. yes. <laughs> um, we will be Arsenal. Arsenal. Nimrod. Hugo. Uh, Hugo. No. Nimrod. Um, Mm-hmm. But but Noel as well. 
uh, a potential Sinister Six on the cards. I mean, we've got Vulture. He's still in there in the universe. Uh, Scorpion has Scorpion. been announced. Um, Mysterio apparently is not dead. Uh, then you've got Sandman and people... Well, are they s- haven't said that he's not dead yet. Well, I don't know. I, I, only just I think people are just that. saying, like, there's no way he's dead. Yeah, he's, okay. he's come back in the comics before yeah. and faces death many times. Master of Illusion, Noel. You, you can't... Mm. You never know. Those guys are crafty. Uh, mm. But Lizard, apparently, there was a little flash of... Li- I don't know how. There was a yeah, f- I th- actually, at first I thought it was Venom. I think other- I wasn't alone either, too. People were like, was that Venom? Oh. But then I forgot that in Amazing Spider-Man, the first one, they give Lizard that flat face kind of yep. thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's I hope they... I don't like that design so much for Lizard. I wish they kind of had that more the alligator big, sort of... Snouty. Yeah. 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 Hey, that's fair enough. I, I did like Lizard in mm-hmm. Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, actually, I, I thought as a character, I did. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I just I didn't mean, like the design. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, he was definitely formidable for for Garfield's. I mean, that fight in the sewer was very reminiscent of yeah, some comic cool. books. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I wouldn't mind saying the Lizard. fight in the library. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah With Stanley listening yeah. to classical music. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was a great. That was my favorite scene in the whole movie. I think. Yeah, I, I'm definitely going to have to go rewatch um, these Spider-Man films again. Um, yeah, so okay. Well, do you think everyone's everyone is? Well, there's some people who are a little disappointed that we haven't seen uh, the other Spider-Men, um, but yeah. that that has not been confirmed at all. And I'm, I wonder if a lot of people are going to be disappointed that they're not in it. I could see them not really being in it. Can I? Um, is this? Noel, is this like spoiler territory? Can we talk about stuff here, Noel? Or do you, you know, shall we take this off air or whatever? Or <laughs> We're all nerds. We know. No, I'm just saying, like, there's a chance that they're not in it. No, I was you about know, to say because... Andrew, Andrew Garfield and... Uh, no, what's his name? Uh, uh, Toby McGuire. There's... They, yeah, they could not be in it. And it's just been people speculating for a long time. Um, and it could just be that, that our the MCU Peter is sort of going into their universes and being them, but maybe it's not really them. Maybe the the biggest cameo is him looking in a mirror and he looks like Andrew Garfield or something like quantum leap. Oh, that would be something. I mean, you still have to get the actors in there to, to be the reflection, right? But that's, that could possibly, that could be very much be a possibility. People would be, people would be pretty pissed off. At <laughs> but I, yeah, I well, the spoilers. If anyone, if you want to, not get spoiled or whatever, but um, no, not that I have any authority on this, but um, Rick Ball. Okay, I'll, I'll lay the blame on Rick Ball. Rick Ball, the Rick Ball, Rick the Rick Ball special. <laughs> he, uh, he he showed me uh, something as well. Look, it seems that potentially we will get Toby Maguire and or Garfield, only with uh, mm-hmm. again those major spoilers of the industry, the toy figure action figures. Um, Realm, oh. and they've released uh, for No Way Home something that looks very reminiscent of not his face, but reminiscent of the costume of uh, of Tobey Maguire's Spider Man. So, mm. so that you know, take a grain of salt, whatever. But you know, action figures. I mean, and- they could still just put Tom Holland in that's, that outfit. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Very true indeed. Um, so anyway, uh, we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. I'd love to see. Those three guys isn't was Emma Stone was she was she she was she was Gwen Stacy yeah but 
Was she confirmed? No, she's rumoured as well. I, don't, I haven't oh, heard anything oh, about okay. her, yeah. Okay. Well, um, look. At the the end only of- rumours I really know, or two of them are confirmed, I guess. I mean, it's... Alpha- well, I'd heard that uh, Willem Dafoe was rumored, and now he's confirmed. He's confirmed. And the okay. only other one that I really have heard, that I have heard, because I, I don't yeah. dig too deep into this stuff, but it's um, Charlie Cox yes. playing Matt Murdock, not necessarily Daredevil, but being... And there's a scene where yeah. Yeah. Peter's being interrogated, and somebody in a suit and tie slams down some papers, and everybody's like, that's Mur- Matt Murdock. And I was With, like, yeah. he looks a little out of shape if that's... <laughs> With the white, white business shirt. Yeah, business mm-hmm. uh, shirt. Yeah, I mean, that could be anything. Yeah. Jeez. But I love it. I love how fans get kind of really worked up at it. It's good. Fucking nerds, I tell you. Yes, <laughs> fucking nerds. I love nerds. But um, again, it'll be fun to see um, Charlie Cox if he's in it. Be good. I hope he is. He's actually the one that I'd like to see the most. That would be... Look, I think, you know, as well, I was thinking about the other day, um, all this speculation, all this kind of... Uh, hubbub online about you know they're going to be on it in it they're not going to be in it I still think if you as a consumer go into the cinemas having read what's online and all that and and they still show you like you know and they do reveal that Charlie Cox is there or you know they do reveal Mm. that the Spider-Men are there it's still going to be a oh holy shit moment it's going to be a great moment you Mm -hmm. know um of course I'm only saying that because uh you know, I've been thinking, oh, I, I just wish that nothing was spoiled these days. You know, I'd love to just walk in and everything would be such a big surprise. But I think if you still, I think you'd still be massively surprised to see Toby, Toby Maguire, uh, Garfield, Emma Stone, uh, Charlie Cox. If they're all there, it's still going to be, I can just hear the gasp of the cinema audience crowd, <laughs> you know, when they're there. Yeah, it's still just as exciting. I mean, maybe yeah. not just as exciting, but it's still... I can't remember of an instance, but I remember, or no, I mean, even like that, they put that first reveal of Spider-Man in the uh, Civil War trailer of, you know, him grabbing the yeah. um, yep. the shield and be like, hey guys, or whatever. And I think they changed the line from the actual movie, but it was, the scene was pretty much the same. And I still was fucking excited as hell. Yes. When that happened, I was just like, I can't believe I'm seeing actually That's like true. a good looking Spider-Man on screen. That's really yeah. cool. Or yeah. that first time they go to, like, we knew Spider-Man was going to but the first time he's like, oh, I think I got an idea. And then it just flashes Queens on the screen. And people in my theater cheered because everybody knew it. Yeah, But yeah. they didn't know how they were going to, like, do it. And just seeing, like, the back of Peter Parker walking down the hallway or whatever, people were already going nuts. So Yeah, that, that, is, that is true. Because I remember when they announced as well, like, Sony and Marvel have um, partnered, partnered and decided to... Uh, loan Spider-Man out to the MCU, so we all knew that he was going to be, but it was still mm-hmm. it was still amazing when when you did see him in the trailer, when you finally saw the movie as well. It, yeah, I mean, I have goosebumps even thinking about that um, that scene again, you know, and and uh, when mm-hmm. you see the back of Peter's head as he kind of walks into his apartment. So um, mm-hmm. anyway, I guess. Uh, and when you hear that he has a Queen's accent, that was my favorite part. <laughs> I was like, oh, he sounds like one of the Ramones. This is amazing. <laughs> um, but we've got till December, right? It's coming out this mm-hmm. year, so? Okay. Yeah. So we'll, we'll... I think the 17th or something. We've got a lot of, I mean, Shang-Chi comes out next week here. I know. Next, this, this coming, I guess when this episode yeah. comes out this Friday. So that will be the next... Oh, no. The the only the second time I've been in a movie theater in like 
three years oh, or whatever. Don't don't remind me, Noel. Uh, lockdown here, so I won't be able to see it. Uh, and they're not streaming it mm-hmm. until a month or so after. So I'll be seeing it in October. Uh, but for, you know, whatever. As long as I don't... Uh, I'll try to not get spoiled, but I'm sure something will happen. No, there have to be, I'm sure. Yeah. I've heard some early reviews, and people are saying it's really, really good. Yes. So yeah, I'm, I, The only negative review I saw was, like, someone said it was, like, a Chinese version of Black Panther. And I was like, well, Black Panther was cool, so yeah. a Chinese version would be great. That's a, really, that's a really base way of describing it. Yeah, that's what... I just saw the headline. I was like, that's a stupid... I think it was, like, the Daily Beast or somebody. I was uh, like, okay. that's dumb. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Yeah, I've seen some reaction, people walking out. They had advanced screenings and stuff and walking out, and mm-hmm. they've all said it's been great. There's a, Apparently, there's one lady, she does um, reaction videos or something she's quite big apparently on youtube and uh and she apparently is not the biggest fan of marvel films and apparently she came out gushing uh after shang chi so it's like whoa okay that's gotta be good then um yeah so yeah yeah and people i know who are fans not people i know but reviewers i know who are fans of the mcu have said no it's great there's one guy who said it was other than there was one scene i guess that could have derailed it a little bit in his mind, but he said yeah. they were able to steer clear of that. It was just kind of a, who knows, like a plot thing. Yeah, yeah. That could have gotten wonky, and it didn't. And he said, other than that, they could have maybe done without that sort of wonky part, but okay. they cleared it up anyway, and he said it was a great movie. So Cool. Uh, look, uh, the fighting. <laughs> um, I guess the fighting is real great. So uh, I Well, th- there's going to be a high bar set of expectations, I guess, for... For it because it is ha, has been touted as the martial arts kind of equivalent of an MCU film. Uh, a lot of a lot of martial arts fans will be looking at it, scrutinising it as to whether it, it kind of lives up to that name. Uh, hopefully, I mean, like there doesn't seem to be any reaction saying that. Oh, it was a bit of a letdown in that that regard. So, uh, yeah, no, the opposite. Yeah, we'll have to. I don't know. Well, I, well, I'm I'm looking forward to to watching it when I can, and uh, we'll see. Also, Noel as well. I'm gonna. This might be a bit of a touchy subject. I don't know. I only came across it recently. Uh, sticking with Shang Chi, uh, Aquafina. Have you heard the the latest? This is all just online. Um, babble. <laughs> I haven't heard anything about her. Okay. There's so there's. There are some fans that are boycotting the film now because they feel that Aquafina uh, is um, appropriating. Um, well, she's got apparently she's got this black scent. They call it. It's like where I'm assuming she speaks as if she's, you know, like a black person, but she's not. Um, Oh, she's like a hip hop artist. Yeah, well, yeah, they, they mentioned that in her music as well. Um, but she mm-hmm. she does that, and that's kind of what's it, is the term racially appropriating or, or whatever. She's she's um, yeah, I yeah. Guess so so she's doing that. So a lot of people are going oh, uh, and she's actually made a statement saying, look, I, I'm not going to be in a film where I have to put on an Asian accent because you know I'm not going to kowtow to it. Mm-hmm. But then people on Twitter have been coming back saying, oh well, you know, you don't want to you know, walk to that tune, but you're at the same time, you're, you're put on, putting on this black scent. So they're calling her a bit of a, a hypocrite. Um, I don't know about you. I think it's actually a bit of rubbish myself. It um, sounds kind of dumb to me. It's just yeah. like, like I would say, it would be a different story if like that was 
the character she was kind of trying to do or something, you know, like trying to, yeah. oh, I'm going to make it like a, like a down hip hop girl, but that's not my thing. It's like that literally is her thing. And it's yeah. like people have been appropriating hip hop culture yes. since it's like non-black people have been, and it's like black and Puerto Rican have yep. been appropriating that culture since it started. Yeah. So, um. I think so. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, listen to somebody like Eminem talk, and it's not like he's like, oh, hello, I'm from Detroit. Exactly. And I'm from what, he tries to be all down and, like, speak with slang and all that. Absolutely. I mean... And there's people who do that. There's people in the neighborhood I live in, like, white folks who grew up around black folks who that's, like, how they talk because that's, yeah. like, their friends. Yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of like, well, whatever, but, like, who gives a sh- yeah, and apparently Aquafina, especially if she's a big hip hop artist, so yeah, and it's she, like in her slang to begin with. Yeah, I mean, and she she lived and grew up in in and around I think New York or, or, or you know wherever. I don't know. I'm very I'm ter- I'm ignorant when it comes to U.S. geography and all that stuff. So please, <laughs> um, but again, the people have been. You know, she grew up like in and around people with you know speaking like that as well so not only is it part of what she does for her music but it's yeah so anyway i think that's a little bit of a a little bit of a stretch for people who find issue with that and uh wanting to boycott mm-hmm. the the movie so all i can say is that if you don't want to watch the movie then just don't watch it okay um and um yeah and let's not cause a fuss over what's really a small thing um but anyway i just wanted to uh see if you heard about that Noel, um and what your thoughts were on that it's PC gone mad, I tell it's you. PC gone mad. <laughs> <laughs> hey everyone, this is Brian, the host of Inner Demons, the Ghost Rider podcast. And since 2017, Inner Demons has been the best place on the web for news, reviews, and regular discussion with our listeners about Marvel's Spirit of Vengeance, Ghost Rider. You can find us on Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and many other podcast catchers, as well as on Twitter, at InnerDemonsGR. Remember, listening to your Inner Demons is not always a bad thing. Ride on. Anyway, so moving on to some other news here, Noel. Um, we have mm-hmm. Marvel will reportedly introduce a new character in a Disney Plus show no one knew was coming. So this was more so for a Halloween special. Uh, and Yeah, they're doing a Werewolf by Night Halloween special next year. Oh, it's, a next year. It's, like, not, it's not this year. Oh, is okay. it? No, I, I don't know. Well, no. maybe it is this year. That would be cool if it... No, they're only asking for casting now, right? It's too shorter. Surely yeah, there's no shorter. way they yeah, can yeah. do it. Yeah. No, but I think they. I think so. It's got to be. So it will be after Moon Knight. Yeah. If it's for next Halloween, so I wonder if they're introducing a new character. I wonder if they will be introducing that character. No, no. There's no way if they're casting now. They won't be. In, sorry to tell everybody, but by doing my quick math on my fingers, we're not going to be getting Werewolf by Night in the Moon Knight series. Nah. If they're casting them, if they're, if these rumors are true and they're casting now 
for yeah. something for next Halloween. Um, maybe we'll get a hint to the, that there will, that there will be a Moon Knight or a Werewolf by Night, but um, oh, that just hit me. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that spoils a little bit of Moon Knight for me, but I don't think that was people's main well want for the Moon Knight series. You and I have talked about it. Yeah. We would, would have really liked it, but yeah. um, but I guess they're wanting to cast a Latin actor for Jack Russell, yeah. which I thought was cool that they're putting that out there. Um, even though I don't think Jack Russell was in the comics, but whatever, no, no. one's really going to care that much. Now, what they, um, they talk about, like, because there are two um, Werewolf by Nights now. There like, is the, yeah. the new, the new one, one that the that the guy from um, what's his what's the uh, Taboo uh, Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, yeah. Black Eyed Peas. Um, but it was was that character Latin? Uh, I no, I actually I don't think so. You read like the first issue, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Um, unfortunately, say it is a little bit forgettable. So I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think his surname's Gomez. Um, but I actually, I always thought he was meant to be okay. like Native American. But anyway, I I don't know. I'm sorry, listeners. Well, that could be. I haven't. That could be sort of a. Yeah. There, there's you know, Me- Native American Mexico. There was no such thing as a border back then, so that could mm-hmm. be a little bit of a yeah. crossover. But maybe it without. I mean, Gomez normally is a Latinx name. So. Yep. Yep. Mm. Yeah, it could be. I mean, if anything as well, it dispels, because there was a little bit of me thinking, oh, wouldn't it be cool if Ethan Hawke was uh, was Jack Russell? Yeah, but I, guess, I thought so too. Yeah, but I guess in light of the revelations um, by Ethan Hawke and some of his interviews about, you know, taking after David Koresh and all that, it kind of steered more and more away from... There's no way yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah, but um, so I guess, but this pretty much then just confirms that uh, he's not going to be Werewolf by Night at all because they're, they're going to get someone else. Uh, but, yeah, very interesting. Uh, Werewolf by Night, obviously, Looney's hand-in-hand uh, uh, hand with Moon Knight. I mean, that's where Moon Knight got his first first gig. No Jack Russell, no Moon Knight. So. Yeah, exactly. So um, I'm sure whether or not you are a Werewolf fan, you as a Moon Knight fan would probably be interested in, in checking it out. I'll, I'll be checking this out. Noel, I'm sure you will as well. Um, totally. I like these whole things that they've got. Isn't there like a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special or Christmas special or something? I like how Disney Plus are doing these hot, these specials. Um, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's fun. It just keeps keeps things ticking over. I mean, we'll, we'll always have. Mm-hmm. It seems now that we'll always have content from Disney Plus. We will. Yeah, it's new content. Well, and just because Moon Knight or Jack Russell's not going to be in the Moon Knight series does not mean that Moon Knight won't be in that series. No, so, exactly. I mean, we could be setting up kind of doing a... not doing his origin necessarily. Well, it could kind of be in order depending on how you look at it. I mean, it depends on how how far into sort of Moon Knight they go in season one. Mm. I mean, he could only get as far as sort of becoming Moon Knight and then his... One of his first missions is next Halloween, having to getting hired to chase down the werewolf by night. So that'd be good. I mean, it'd be good to um, to, to get a little cameo from Mooney in that Halloween special mm-hmm. coming up. Uh, what gets me also as well, but this could be just purely the whoever wrote this article um, introduces a new character in Disney Plus show. No one knew was coming. I mean, that's a really mm. big statement, right? I mean, because every. Well, as a comic book fan, you're pretty much speculating anyone and everyone <laughs> might be turning up in these shows. Uh, so when mm-hmm. they said that, I was thinking, well, we all kind of expected Werewolf by Night to show up somewhere. Um, so 
Anyway, maybe it's just the way they yeah. wanted it. Well, and didn't Kevin Smith say he couldn't use Werewolf by Night in that Howard the Duck animated thing he was going to do yes. because Disney was saving him for well, a live, live action. action thing? Yeah, yeah. So it's always been. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I think it's a bit um, more of just, uh, what's the word? They're just kind of over overriding that title, I think. Just it's. No one, mm-hmm. anyway, just forget, forget it, forget it, loonies. It's just my, my head's gone in funny places. <laughs> uh, sensational, that's that's a word. They've really sensationalized that title. Um, cause, yeah. yeah, it's when they say that, I'm thinking, okay, no one knew coming. It must be like a totally obscure character that we would not have expected to come out on screen, like well, 3D Man or something. Most people who weren't like at least a little tuned into sort of the Moon Knight kind of thing happening. Yeah. So I think most, even a little more than casual MCU fan would be like, Werewolf by what? Yeah. You know, like, I don't, I don't know. I know, I know Spider-Man Captain America, and I even know that Deadpool is talk of coming into this universe, but a werewolf by, huh? (laughs) Yeah, sure, it's fair enough. Yeah, that's well. I'm thinking now as well. A great opportunity uh, for an entrance with this Halloween special. Get in um, Elsa Bloodstone, Monster Hunter. Yeah, how cool would that, that be? That would be super. No cool. one would expect. Ever team up with Mooney? Yeah, no one would expect that coming. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, we could do that Monster Monsters Unleashed, Unleashed. limited series that they did a few <laughs> oh, that years would ago. Be hilarious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, that'd be great. I love a Monster Mash. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Monster Mash. Great, great. <laughs> now, I'm going to save this uh, this big one to last only because, you know, it's the most mm-hmm. on Mooney that we have. So I'm going to jump to, uh, there was a, a tweet, Noel, from Jed McKay uh, that's come out this mm-hmm. week. And, and he, uh, uh, let me read, he said it in quote, even a man has two fists, Mark Spector. How arrogant you must be to assume a god, our god, would have only one and it's a bit of a it's a preview for moon knight issue three coming up mid to late september mm-hmm. um noel what are your thoughts on this this was yeah. pretty cool hunter's moon that, yeah that escalated quickly <laughs> it's like one issue we introduce him second issue we completely ignore that fact third issue he's right in there he's, so yeah uh yeah it's cool it's cool i've been liking the new series so uh it was hoping it would hold he would hold the full sort of reveal of Hunter's Moon for a few more issues because I've been liking this sort of one and done with a slight yeah. tie-in to the overall uh, story so far. But I don't know. The design looks cool. I mean, it looks a little like Fist of Kanshu. It does, yeah. Go- some of the golden yeah. stuff. Um, but, like, not quite as corny, I guess, <laughs> as that. Um, but just having the full moon on him. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that... Excited to see him fight. That'll be cool. Yeah, I mean, again, so uh, sorry, listeners. You can you can see it, and I'll put the link on the show notes. Uh, it's a, it's a preview panel of uh, Moon Knight and Hunter's Moon coming towards him. Uh, but yeah, he certainly has the gold bling around him, looking very Egyptian like. And yeah, one of the most notable differences is that yeah, he's got the full moon on his chest and the full moon on his forehead. So. Um, you know, I guess a difference there, but no, drawn really well here by Alessandro Capuccio uh, and and the colours by Rochelle Rosenberg. Fantastic. So you, it's something that really striking when you have black and whites, but once you introduce um, 
like, you know, yellows and oranges and reds. They really do kind of mm-hmm. pop out. So uh, looking forward to that. Um, and as you say, you know, yeah, they, they've kind of been slowly bubbling away at Hunter's Moon. Like, at least the last pages of Issues 1 and Issues 2, you get to see him. Like, it was a bit of a throwaway at Issue 2. Just had him, yeah. you know, lurking. Like, any good baddie is at the top of a rooftop, mm-hmm. just lurking across the street. Um, but, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll definitely get more of him now. Looney's, if you don't know, he's on the front cover of the main uh, cover for Issue 3. So I'm sure we'll get the whole deal there. Uh, Mark will have a lot to do uh a lot to do with it. I do like also as well, Noel, uh, he's got, uh, keeping with that monster aspect, so Mooney has not only got truncheons, but he's got like a stake at the side of his thigh as well. Uh, yeah. Like. So he's... Um, it's part of his new arsenal, I guess, with some of the people he's having to yeah. deal with. Yeah. And uh, someone mentioned That's on cool. Twitter as well that uh, the, the costume's very much taking leanings from the, the Shelby design as well, which uh, has made a... Yeah, this one is kind of back and there's a more it's hard to tell because the the inks with his art have been really cool but they're very like there's not a lot of like cross hatching per se it's just like it's either black or white which is Mm. really cool yeah um you know there's a little bit of gray kind of like in this one image we're looking at now there's a little a little bit of gray in there but it's mostly pretty much like you know there's like some white on the legs of moon knight but it's like is that white or is that just shine? Mm. Yeah, you know it's kind of hard to, but it looks cool. But yeah, it looks like the the Shelby designed um, fight suit or whatever it's called, like the armored, the bib suit, as my friend calls it. <laughs> uh, which incidentally, as well, Noel, I've just started reading Time Before Time uh, by Shelby, uh, and mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I, I can't remember the names of the other creators from Image Comics. Uh, really cool. Uh, I've just mm. read issue one so far. I think they're up to issue four. Um, but the art's really cool as well. It, Shelby doesn't do the interiors. Uh, he just does right, right. just as a it's cover. Just yeah, and he co-writes it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But the art's really really cool as well. Um, if anything, it reminds me a little bit maybe of Mike Minola art inside. So, oh, well, I mean, that's cool. I don't, don't want to get your hopes up high. I mean, like it's <laughs> no, I know. I actually heard an interview with yeah. Declan and he was talking about that. He was okay. like the, per, the person, I forget the name of the person who does the interiors, but he said, yeah, closest thing it really reminds me is of, of Mike Mignola. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I'll have to check that out. So yeah, that it's good that you recognize that too then. So yeah. That must be. Oh yeah. So and true. definitely worth checking out. So a little, little shout out to, to, uh, Declan Shelby's time before time. Um, why not? <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, Noel, I guess lastly, we've got some bit of news here. Uh, Moon Knight, uh, there are photos that hint at Mark Ruffalo's Hulk appearing potentially in the Disney Plus show. So what has happened, Noel, is that there was someone, uh, this lady, she she went on Instagram, I think, or something. She took uh, some fanfics, you know, can I have a selfie with you, please? She took one with Oscar Isaac. And then mm-hmm. she took one also with uh, Mark Ruffalo, and they're both outside the same hotel in Budapest, meaning that Mark Ruffalo is in Hungary as well. What's he doing there? Um, and Moon Knight holiday. You know, yeah, well, yeah, true. Um, Moon Knight <laughs> is being filmed as well uh, in in or was or is or still is uh, in Hungary in Budapest as well. So people have been putting two and two together. 
Will Mark Ruffalo turn up in the Moon Knight shoot? Or is he there, indeed, on just a holiday? I don't know. What do, what do you think? Uh, I would not want to go to Hungary on holiday with their current political predicament, but Ooh. meaning that the, the leaders of that country are yeah. borderline fascists. But um, <clears throat> apparently the uh, mayor of Budapest is a cool dude, so cool. whatever. Um, <laughs> in contrast to the rest of the country. But... Uh, I don't know why else you would be there. I, mean, I guess it's a, a beautiful town, but why would Mark Ruffalo be there? I mean, he could, there's, it, obviously he could just literally be on vacation. Who knows? Or shooting something else. They've been shooting a lot of movies there, not just Marvel movies. So, um, And there can only be so many hotels, and maybe he knows some of the, you know, hey, some Marvel people are staying here. I should go say hi or something like that or... Yeah. Whatever. Or or we're getting a scene from the end of like Iron Man three and um his you know uh banners like uh, Mark I'm not that kind of doctor you know yeah yeah which someone put in the uh, the Facebook page or or it could be oh, did they yeah <laughs> that's or, funny <laughs> or it could be as well I mean taking a leaf from what, where you're going Noel maybe they're shooting bits of She Hulk I, I don't know in Budapest. Maybe. And yeah, maybe this fan. That's very possible. Yeah, maybe this fan um, blinked and she missed Tatiana Maslany. Maybe she walked out un- unnoticed. Uh, so there's a potential mm-hmm. there. Or, I mean, indeed, there could be a connection to Moon Knight. It's a very, it's a, it's a strange one. But I mean, I guess anything's. I would, play. I would put money against it personally. Yeah. But um, it's, I guess anything's possible. It is Marvel, but yeah. I just don't really c- see how it would work. I'm not sure. Is it? Do you think it would be, um, would Budapest and Hungary be a hot spot for shooting? Because I know, would it be because it might be more affordable? You know how they... Yeah, I think they get get tax breaks or something. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know why they're even shooting Moon Knight there. I mean, are they going to say that it's Budapest or are they going to say it's another place? Is it going to be a a stand-in? I know they did shoot some stuff in Egypt, did they not? Oh, do they? Or are they going to? I don't know. Maybe it's going to be some places are going to be a stand-in for Egypt or something somehow. Um, or their sound studios there that are very cheap compared to um, Atlanta or wherever else mm. Marvel does a lot of shooting. So I don't know. It's weird. I thought, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. Because I know, I think they were filming, weren't they filming within a museum as well? So uh, that that museum could be anywhere. You know, did it have to be in Budapest? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. In, in... Well, it could have a lot of Egyptian artifacts or something. Yeah, true. True. Um I don't know. I don't know. The, the supposed leak of his suit looks really like they're leaning into uh, yeah. the real Egyptian thing. I still don't know if that's 100%. Oh, really? I know there's been some confirmation that it has been, but I something uh, still, yeah. <laughs> something in the back of my mind is still like, I don't know. Yeah. Do, do you like the suit or? Yeah, I thought it was cool. Yeah. I mean, it's wouldn't it's not my favorite. It wouldn't yeah. be. But it's like I understand the fact that I know what they're kind of going for with some of the um, some of the things even Kevin Feige said, yeah, you know, he was really sounding like he was pushing the Egyptian thing. So I can see them going for more of that iconography, which, you know, they didn't really early on in Moon Knight in the comics. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it wasn't really until Fistaconchi when they were kind of like, maybe we should have more of this sort of yeah. iconography or whatever. Um, so if they do a little bit of that, I'm I'm down with that, you know. Plus, you know, everybody says like, you know, it's an MCU character, like their suits change all the time. So yeah, 
Well, I mean, that's Each what new I, season, you get a new one. Yeah, I mean, that's how I say it. I think it's like, a, if anything, it's a proto suit. If if it is a, if it is authentic, it's, it's or maybe something that Mark sees that says, okay, I'm going to fashion a, a costume after it. Because again, I, I I said this with Rebecca when we were talking about mm-hmm. it, and I just can't see Mark suiting up to fight crime with that suit on. You know, like what a mean? mummy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me just get my you know first aid kit out. I'm just going to start yeah, wrapping that, myself. That in other bed. like little. A video that someone had taken of it looked like uh, Moon Knight like tackling somebody or jumping up. Oh yes, yep. Over him, where it looks like you know obviously they're going to CG the, the cape and yep. whatever that from that distance and maybe it's just it didn't look like the other suit. It looked it like didn't. more of a stark white original Moon Knight suit. Yeah. But they could just be doing something like that. To, it still could be this other suit, but they're just using like a filming suit because it pops better on camera or whatever, uh, but yeah. the close-ups are, are shot yep. with the other one or whatever. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? But when I saw that, it gave me a little bit of hope. Like, Ooh, maybe it is going to be more the classic yeah. sort of Don Perlin or um, Sienkiewicz kind of suit. Oh, yeah, exactly. We'll have to wait and see. Um, but I think for all intents, as we've discussed, Noel, uh, it, it's hard to find Bruce Banner finding a place in this um, I'm just trying to think where, especially isn't he still Professor? Hulk? That's what I was about to say. I was like, where did we leave him? He's Professor Hulk. He was nursing uh, his arm in a sling after wielding the the gauntlet. Uh, yeah, um, I don't know. I think the chances of them shooting some She-Hulk stuff there seems like a more on point sort of thing. Yeah. You know, it's like that's that seems more reasonable. That could be it. Okay, well, we're going to go with that. Um, I mean, they have been they have been filming She-Hulk, haven't they? Yes, yes, I've seen. Um, yeah, so I've seen. I just some, haven't seen much news about it. No, I haven't either. Which is good. Which is good. I've seen a couple of fo- yeah. photos of Tatiana, um, and she's in her obviously Jennifer, as Jen. Yeah, as Jennifer, uh, she's got this. They, they were making a um, a thing about what she was wearing because it had it was like a, either a university tracksuit or something or a jacket. Um, that had the name mm. of the the city, and they're going, oh yeah, that's very um, accurate to the comics. Blah 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 blah. I can't remember mm. the details, but yeah, that was all look, looking pretty positive. She looked, uh, yeah, she looked cool. Like I can't wait to see, uh, can't wait to see it. Yeah, I'm very excited for that show. So yeah. Um, anyway, Noel, I think before we wrap up this uh, episode, we just have a, a few nightlines. I want to capture in any of the comments we received over well over the last two weeks because uh, last week was a bit of a write-off uh, so, mm-hmm. so just some um, comments from previous episodes that we've done and such uh have you got the prom sheet up and available i do okay cool yes um do you like to kick off from our facebook page sure this one's from the power oh, of chad, chad. Uh, after Mark seemingly consumed a man's psyche, he carries a halo of green eldritch power. It is a very compelling effect and a bright new angle to how Mark's labyrinth mind writes. Uh, the story adds a new compelling rogue in ho- Holly. We got his name? Yeah, yeah. Um, he, I don't remember the part we got his name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Okay, I'm really happy. Uh, it keeps the taste of old mood content while building this beautiful work. And cappuccinos, I call him cappuccino. It's head um, and a shape, <laughs> hand, and is shaping up to be a beautiful run. We're only dipping our toes in, but I'll tell you, I'm ready to dive in. Giving this one a solid nine out of ten. Beautiful work, enthralling concept delivery, and promises for a very apropos addition to Moon Knight's life in pages. Keeping it dark and pulpy 
like a living vampire. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. I don't know if I, I personally wouldn't. It wasn't quite a nine for me. Um, I think you gave it like a seven or something. I think it's seven, seven and a half, something like that. Yeah, I'll yeah. I'm, 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 maybe, maybe even an eight for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a fun story. I've been rereading some of Wood's run. Oh yeah, nice. Because um, I found a trade of that. Ooh, um, very hard to come by these days. Well done. Not as hard as Bun's run. That's impossible oh, to come really? by. Really? Uh, yeah, but Brian Wood maybe because he was on the outs for a little bit. His uh, the trade, but um, that was like some more a couple. Of, that's almost what it's reminding me of more so. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like. That one ties in a lot with uh, he makes his uh, psychiatrist, you know, the uh, sort of the antagonist of the overall yeah, yep. six, five or six issues he had on it. But um, yeah. there's still some sort of one and done um, ones. So they're not quite as good as like Ellis's writing. They're not as like mysterious and as weird, but they're still cool. And that's sort of to me so far, at least issue two kind of had that that Brian Wood vibe to yeah. me. Um, but it was a little bit more fun in a weird way, I guess. Mm-hmm. There's something a little jovial about the writing to it. So that's like, um, I can see where Chad's talking about th- like sort of like the newer kind of angles in Mike, Mark's head and stuff seemed kind of like a new thing. I thought that was cool. Yeah. You know, they've done things like that in the past, but it's like a new take on sort of his headspace. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Oh, no, that was a big thing, wasn't it, in this issue too, about inviting Hawley to come in. And, and yeah, it just has that quirkiness. Like, Hawley, the janitor, you know, controlling people through his sweat, which is such a, a weird... And, look, I'm just going to mention here quickly um, a, a comment here from James Dry. Sweat was a dope concept. Uh, and, yeah... James, yep. <laughs> it certainly was. It's a very strange one. Agreed. <laughs> yeah, uh, I wanted to show that one to the five-year-old, but I think she would have tried to lick me out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, the art is 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 beautiful. Um, yeah, but, but thank you so much, Chad. Uh, really cool. Always good to have uh, your thoughts on that. So that's issue two. Uh, on our Facebook group, we have some more. Uh, one other comment from uh, Doug. Uh, or slash Lena, Lena. yes. Uh, yep. So Lena and Doug have been helping us with understanding DID. That's on our episode two hundred and twenty-eight. Go check it out. Really, really cool. Um, that was a great, great episode, by the way. Oh. I just want to compliment you and Rebecca again on how, that was a really great listen. Oh, thank you so much. But so much great material from uh, from Lena as well. So looking forward to. Uh, actually, I've already got Lane's second article, so um, uh, it's a really, right, really great right. read. Looking forward to going through that again um, for any of the listeners. But Lane writes in, uh, this is on issue two. I haven't listened to this episode yet, but I just wanted to give some quick thoughts on issue two of Jed McKay's run. I really like the supernatural stuff, especially the mindscape. I like the fact that Moon Knight pointed out that sweat threat, as I'm calling it, that should be his name, as I'm calling him. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> well, wouldn't be bothered by Moon Knight's DID because he was already used uh, used to sharing minds with others. So the scary part was the connection to Conchu, not the DID, which I appreciated. Also, the conversation that he had with Reese at the end of the issue really reminded me uh, of how I feel about my or our DID. It's a very difficult thing to live with, and I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy, but since I have to live with it, I, we, try to make the best of it. Uh, we try to find the positive side of it as much as we can. 
And yeah, Mr. Knight also lost me at Destroy Our Enemies. Uh, so thank you so much, Lena. Uh, yeah, I'm glad that you enjoyed issue two. Always looking forward to your thoughts on the subsequent issues of the latest run. Uh, but of course, yes, uh, looking forward to discussing more of your uh, of your thoughts uh, into DID as well. So very, very happy to have you on board within our community. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got another one here from YouTube. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yes. Car Eternal. Uh, talking about episode 229 about Moon Knight number two. Spoilers! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Uh, that double page, double page splash of Monster Moon Knight is really freaking cool, and I think it helped establish the theme. Uh, I think it helped establish the theme it seems that Jed is going for. Good works aren't holy because of a god, but because they are doing so in spite of the divine. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm. That's cool. Uh, Moon Knight does the work of Kanchu not because the god deserve it, because it's the work worth doing in itself. Uh, in itself and f- of itself. Yes. Agreed. Yeah, I th- kind of forgot about that little conversation there. It's um, good point. Yes. No, and I, I want to uh, point out as well, Car Eternal, I don't know why I put it, hadn't put it together. I, I do believe this is one of our Petrunis, Kyle Carr. Um, so a big shout out to oh, Kyle. Right. Um, yeah, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, unless, of course, there's another car with a double R, uh, someone out there. Um, there's lots. There, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure there are. Um, could be. There's more than one in the world, uh, right? Could be Bob Carr, our former uh, premier of the state. I don't know. In which case, hello, Bob. <laughs> but no, <laughs> it isn't. Uh, thank you. Good day, Bob. <laughs> thank you so much. But yeah, no, really, really great stuff uh, on on issue two there. Uh, and mm-hmm. finally, we just, I've just got a couple of comments here from CMK7. Beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. This is Chris. Uh, if you haven't seen Chris's fantastic work with video uh, and graphics, uh, go check out itkmoonlight.com. It's our new website. Uh, I've, I've put it in there on the homepage, so when you click onto it, you can see it. Uh, so a huge thank you to Chris for all his uh, help there and just volunteering that up for our use. Uh, and Chris says... This is on our episode about understanding DRD. Uh, first off, absolutely, uh, about the leaked costume pic, I love, love, love the look of it. Employing that mummy look is genius since Mark dies and is resurrected. I love how it is an amalgam of some of his most popular looks, the, the uh, body armor of Shelby, the ragged look of Finch, etc. Uh, I love how the crescent on the chest looks like an ancient relic held in place by the wrappings, maybe a mystical relic. And I love how the look is uh, intimidating and scary, calling back to Mark, uh, to Moon Knight's horror roots. Uh, yeah, I guess you can say, I like it, checks all the boxes for me. Uh, yes, so I think as we d- discussed, Noel, uh, this costume, yeah, I mean, it looks exciting. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, whether or not it is the final costume or not, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Whether or not that's authentic, we'll have to wait and see. Um, but Chris goes on to say, amazing episode, guys. A huge thanks uh, a thanks to Lena for providing these edifying and fascinating insights. I'm eager to hear and learn more. So surprised that out of all the runs, um, Menches did the DID condition the most justice. I did not see that coming. I too, I too hope that anyone suffering from any of the mentioned conditions were not offended, but I got to say I felt a little offended as Rebecca dropped that bee bomb so many times, <laughs> she had she had me clutching mm, my pearls. Yeah, that was the one part I really didn't like about that. <laughs> Only because it gave you more editing work. Uh, and I, I, when she was doing it, I mean, 
look, bless her, she's she's great. And I was thinking, but I was thinking in the back of my mind, are you doing this on purpose, Rebecca? Are, are you doing this on purpose? <laughs> you know how much I have to edit this, Rebecca. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think it was a. I'll have to tell her next time. I think it's like seven or nine. She dropped it nine times. I think. Um, so that's a record in one episode. But uh, thank you so much, Chris. Um, mm. Really cool. Uh, always, always appreciate your feedback there. Um, Noel, that about wraps us up uh, for this episode. Yes. Um, yes. May I uh, may I ask if you are <laughs> available later in the week on on the Friday or the Saturday in order to go through a comic book with me? No, but I can do that in about five minutes. <laughs> And then we can play it later <laughs> in the week. Excellent, excellent, Noel. Um, Great. Ex- excellent. Well, um, before we go, all any listeners, Noel, Noel is the, the only one that gives a game away. <laughs> um, I just want a, a couple of spectacles. I'm a trickster. <laughs> a couple of spectacles, though. Uh, I just want to shout out Happiness in Darkness, the superhero movie podcast. I managed to jump on there. Uh, earlier in the week, uh, spoke with DJ Nick all about The Wolverine, the movie with Hugh Jackman. The second nice. Movie. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I uh, love that. I have to listen to that. Mm, I love that I movie. I did not know. I'm usually up, up on all of the th- your guest appearances, but I missed that uh, one. Slipped that one in there. I did. Um, nice. <laughs> and I've got another one. Hopefully, uh, look, my my coughing and sickness has, has impeded me, but um, I'll be jumping on the Krypton Report as well, uh, and my fellow co-host from Last Sons of Krypton will be joining uh, Tyler and James uh, on their show to talk about All-Star Superman, the animated movie, or um, it's kind of a movie. It's an hour 16. I guess you can call yeah, it a movie. Yeah, sure. That's, that just sounds like a movie. Feature. An animated feature. Um, so that was that was fun. Have you seen that, Noel? Um, no. No. Okay. And I never will. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, look, it's good. Look, you've you've read All Star, right? And, and you've. Oh, I'm assuming I've I've read the first tr- trade of it. Okay. And then I r- kind of read ahead and cheated. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's um Morrison's work for me is uh, it's hit and miss. Ah. It depends. That was I re- I really liked that, but um. I think when I was when I after I finished that first trade, I just wasn't in a mood for his bullshit, so uh-huh. I decided not to pick pick it up again. Yeah. But I, I want to go back and read the rest of it because I know it is one of the the better Superman stories out there. Yeah, it's, it's certainly a very a very solid uh, tale, mm-hmm. and the animated feature uh, I, I think is very true. It's cool. Yeah, it's, I mean it manages mm-hmm. to, to distill those twelve issues into an hour fifteen. I think pretty well. Um, so. Anyway, if you want to hear more thoughts, uh, check out the Krypton Report when that drops. Uh, so, as Noel mentioned, uh, in five minutes, uh, 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 I mean uh, in a few days, um, we'll be featuring a, a waning crescent and we'll be looking at a Lunapic Classic Run review, Moon Knight Volume 1. Issue- Hell yeah. Yeah. Issue one, uh, issue, mm-hmm. sorry, Moon Knight Volume yes, 1. Yes, love it, yes. <laughs> Moon Knight Volume 1, Issue 20, Cut Adrift Off the Coast of America. Uh, by Doug Mensch and Sinkevich. It should be a fun one. One of those the classic ones they always are. So hopefully Love it. We'll have you all back, listeners. Hopefully Justin the Owl. <laughs> hopefully you're listening. <laughs> uh, I, the, yes, he's great. <laughs> I, seriously, I'm, it sounds like I'm 
teasing, but like he is my favorite person to listen to on podcasts <laughs> right now. Like absolutely. <laughs> when Russell was like, he's going to be permanent on our show. I was like, thank fucking God. This is great. I love it. I've been listening to every episode since. So uh, yeah. just in the hour. Osgood, you're the best, man. Yeah, he is. Justin, Justin's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, a big shout out because, you know, as I mentioned, Anol and Justin have both been uh, reviewing this arc in particular in tandem, uh, all to do with Arsenal and Nimrod Strange. Uh, having said that, Noel, we're going to jump off now uh, this episode, but we've got something a little special. I thought, hey, why not having Noel on the show? Um, and for maybe potentially newer listeners, uh, we might throw to a song from Delita. So I should have introduced you proper Noel um, at the beginning. So again, if you don't know, Noel is a frontman of the band Delita, where we get all our awesome music from that we get to use on the show. Uh, and uh, Noel 2019, was it? My God, just before the year? Um, when you released... I don't remember. Yeah. You released uh, an EP called The Other Void. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all based on the um, the Declan Shelby run on Moon Knight. All six um, issues are happen to be the same song titles for that EP. Yeah, and like the the lyrics are loosely loosely based on the story of each one of those um, comics too. So yeah, we did a Moon Knight EP. Yeah, very awesome. Very awesome. That's funny. <laughs> uh, we actually Nolan and I did actually a bonus episode uh, a while ago going through yeah. that EP as well. Uh, so if you want to get more insight into um, the workings and, and how these songs came about, uh, definitely go check it out. I might try and add it in the show notes as well. Uh, but if you want to check out Delita's uh, music in general, uh, please go check out delita.bandcamp.com. Uh, that's where you can listen and purchase um any of the albums, which you've run up quite a catalogue, Noel, um, I'd have to yeah, say. Yeah, I guess we kind of have a lot of music up there. It's if you like sort of a, I don't know, yelly, sort of punky kind of stuff, yeah. um, worth checking out. Yeah, we've been putting out records since 2014, 12, somewhere in there. Nice. I can't remember what year. Yeah. Um, coming up on 10 years as a band pretty soon. Um, but yeah, the record before we did, before we did the other void, we did one called Levitate the Pentagon that had a lot of things kind of based on like Watchmen kind of ideas and mm -hmm. some of the, some of Ellen Moore's sort of, um, bigger ideas that he put into the comic book, not specifically like, um, you know, uh, issue by issue like we did with the the moon knight ep or whatever but it's a yeah it's kind of a comic booky themed record and there's we've always all of us are big geeks so there's always like geek culture references in all of deleter's music if you kind of uh keep a keen ear to that kind of thing yeah and and what um we're we're gonna lead out with you noel is a track from the other void scarlet so those of you loony listeners that are well well equipped with uh, the knowledge of the Ellis run, you'd know that that is uh, issue five. So track five from... Uh, my favorite. Yeah, oh, my favorite as well. Uh, oh, yeah, all I've got to mention mm -hmm. is it is that fight. If you remember Looney Lissers of Moon Knight going, Mr. Knight going up the stairs, up the up the tenement. 
Um, that's all you need to know. Uh, anyway, we're going to lead uh, mm-hmm. out with this. Thank you. A big thank you again, Noel. Uh, you're you're relearning this as well, huh? Is this, uh, is this something that you... Yeah, we haven't been in the same room together as a band for a while, so we're going to start rehearsing again sometime soon. Ooh, nice one. And I, I had to go and listen to all this stuff and with a guitar and try to remember how to play this. <laughs> Not just the songs from this record, all of our... Yeah. Just kind of randomly picking stuff and be like, do it. How does this go? Muscle memory is crazy because sometimes it actually works and you kind of don't think about it. And you just start playing. Yeah, it's just, it, yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> um, but sometimes it's really kind of like I've had to like text the other guy, be like, what key you want? <laughs> I don't remember. And they're like, uh, I don't know. So you're no help, Jordan. Um, Anyway, uh, loony listeners, uh, but thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you a bit later on in the week. But here it is, Scarlet by Delita from the EP The Other Void.
please consider checking out our Into the Night Patreon page on patreon.com slash itkmoonnight. There are plenty of incentives there, like uncut material, bonus episodes, and more. And any contribution will help expand the show. We're sponsored by Fringe Night by Daniel Doing, and you can support his Patreon page at patreon.com slash fringenight27. Also, Tombs by Drew Tombs can be supported via his SoundCloud website on soundcloud.com slash tombs with a Z. Drew Tombs also produces horror and sci-fi based music on Lurk Music. That's Lurk Music with a CK. And you can support his music on Bandcamp at lurkmusic.bandcamp.com. We're also sponsored by Dreamland Comics, the superhero superstore. Use the code MOON to get a promo of 20% off any online back issues. Finally, we're part of The Collective, which is an informal network of like-minded podcasters. It's a repository of ideas, and we also like crossing over and supporting each other. Please check out all of these shows in our show notes under The Collective. Moon Knight and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Material used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.